we all care about the environment, right? I mean, who amongst us hasn't made a buying decision based on the product being more environmentally friendly than the other choice? And you know what? Companies know it too. They strive to show themselves as green because they know it's good for business. But are they actually behaving as well as they are portraying themselves? A nonprofit organization called Stand Earth is asking the Competition Bureau here in Canada to investigate Lululemon. Now, they claim the company isn't as environmental as they portray themselves, that actually they are, quote, greenwashing. So, what does that mean? Are we getting taken in by companies and their greenwashing? Well, Linda Gross is a professor of fashion design and critical studies at California's College of the Arts and joins us now to talk about this. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. How would you describe greenwashing? What is it? Um, I would say that greenwashing is when a company emphasizes what they're doing without disclosing the percentage of what they're not doing. So they are advertising something without telling us what the results actually are. Um, Well, that too. But I would say that companies generally tend to advertise uh, an environmental improvement that they've made and um, keep quiet about the improvements that they're not making, which is usually on the larger percentage of their business. How popular is this, Linda? I would say it's widespread and the norm in the industry. Across every industry or is there, is it like in the fashion industry, we know for sure this happens? Uh, well, it's rampant in the fashion industry. Yeah, let's put it that way. Okay. And um, how do they do this? In what ways does this manifest? Um, well, for example, a company might advertise that they're using organic cotton and when organic cotton is perhaps 2% of their total business. Um, they might advertise that they are doing recycled polyester when, again, it's a very small percentage of their business or that they have less water in a certain process and when it's just across a certain number of units you know, um, versus millions of units of where they're not taking action. What are the words that they use a lot of? Like we see eco-friendly, we see everything is vegan these days too, isn't it, Linda? Um, well, yeah, that, that can be problematic too, but eco-friendly is in itself um, kind of greenwashing because it's not specific. So that's a marketing term that um, puts a, a good face on a product, but it doesn't tell you whether that company is looking at toxicity or if they're looking at dyes or if they're looking at carbon emissions. It's just a very general term that sort of let's say, customer-friendly. Right. You know, it's easy to sort of, um, it gives an image rather than disclosing anything specific. Oh, my God, that is so so true. I'm thinking about the phrase vegan leather, which doesn't really, like, it sounds really good, but then if it's not, if it's vegan leather, that still means that it's not, it's not good for the environment. Well, generally, vegan leather tends to be a synthetic, which would be fossil fuel-based, which has got high carbon emissions. Um, You know, there isn't the cruelty to animals that people might be concerned about. Um, Then again, the processing of leather does take a lot of toxic chemicals, including chrome, which can be highly 
uh, toxic in the environment. So there are what we call balances and trade-offs to make. Um, but in general, if it's vegan leather, it will not harm animals. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't do all these other things that affect the environment. So, Linda, how can consumers do the right thing? They, obviously, we are susceptible to these terms because we are in some way trying to do something better, right? Yeah, I think everyone perhaps is, um, you know, well-intentioned. But I think um, in, in, com- in companies, uh, what is happening is two things. We are measuring the wrong thing. So companies are declaring what they are doing, how they've improved a particular product, but they're not um, measuring the outcome. So even with the um, advances that companies have made, they're not doing enough of those advances to reduce carbon emissions. For example, carbon emissions are going up, even though, even though there are more and more companies talking about um, eco-friendly products. Um, so that's one thing. Um, customers, in general, what's clear is that companies are producing too much. We're overproducing. There's a tremendous amount of waste. There's a lot of carbon emissions and impacts that come from that production. And then um, we're producing more than anybody could possibly buy. And therefore, garments actually end up in landfills. Everybody's seen those images of piles of garments in Ghana in the Chilean desert, for example. Um, we're just producing too much. So companies really, if they want to reduce their carbon emissions and other impacts, need to produce produce less new stuff and generate new streams of income besides selling more and more products at faster speeds. This is like the fast fashion um, example, right? And I feel like people are starting to be more aware of fast fashion, but it's still a huge problem. It is, and fast fashion is front and center on this. But the tactics of the fast fashion industry have been picked up by the regular industry and even the outdoor industry too. So you'll often find that garments are changed um, many times during the year. Um, you know, you've got a greater selection of garments, different seasons that even outdoor companies have. You'll find that a product comes in multiple colors. And anybody climbing K2 or those mountains doesn't need the latest bright-colored turquoise jacket. Um, So, you know, you find that those companies are also marketing to everyday people that wear the jackets in coffee shops and then the garments are overbuilt for use and if they're tossed aside, they don't degrade easily in a landfill. So there's there's a lot of um, companies that are utterly dependent on selling more stuff. That's their business model, and that's the problem. That's the root problem. Right. We're also so, the problem here, too, though, aren't we, Linda? Because they're marketing it to us, and we are obviously buying it. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. Um, well, both um, those companies do hire um, psychologists to um, identify what our burning desires are, and they will cleverly market into those desires so that we want things. So, yeah, but we know we're definitely part of it, for sure. And there's a growing market of thrift and secondhand, which, of course, has less impact because each one of those garments is, you know, it's had one owner and now it has two or three or four or five. Those extracted resources are, are in use for longer. So, there, you know, there are ways around it and we can satisfy our desire for something new 
wearing a, a completely new garment. There's, once you pose that as a challenge, there's lots of creative ideas that we humans can come up with. Okay, so is there a takeaway here for people in terms of if there's something they want to change today, what should they do? Um, well, for customers, um, I would say really limit your purchase of new items and, you know, uh, shop in your own closet, shop in a friend's closet, shop in your local thrift store, um, whatever that might be, and um, try and divest from fossil fuel-based garments. So synthetic-based garments um, are, uh, if you want to reduce carbon emissions, that is definitely um, a focus that you could have. Like really slow down your consumption. Really think about the speed of your closet, not just about fast fashion, but how that speed affects your closet, what comes in, what goes out, um, how often, and just try and slow it down. Slow down the metabolism of your closet. You know what? I'm going to think about that today. Linda, thank you for your time. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Linda Gross is a professor of fashion design and critical studies at California's College of the Arts, talking about companies in greenwashing. The fashion industry is particularly bad at this. We are also susceptible to this, about falling for the company's marketing, and that is greenwashing. And now an organization, a nonprofit called Stand Earth, wants the Competition Bureau to investigate Lululemon here in Canada over allegations of greenwashing. 